Hello, welcome to the Taffy Marino podcast. I'm your host, Taffy, and I'm so glad that you joined me. Together, we are going to empower and encourage one another to do the good things God planned for us long ago. Let's get started. starting a new series this month all about love and I cannot wait to share with you some of the things that I have learned. You know, this month I feel like it's going to be a little bit different in that we are going to learn a lot of things together. Um I always learn through these episodes and studying for them. But I will say the series on love, I feel like there are so many rich things to dig out of the word of God. And I am just finding treasure as I go along. Um, I think love is one of those things that is just inexhaustible. I remember in one episode, I shared that when I went to Bible college, um, someone asked me, so what is like the most significant or powerful thing that you've learned? And I immediately said, how much God loves me, how, you know, how much God loves us all, but just continuing to get revelation in that. And then, you know, here we are 20 years later, and I'm still in awe as I read the word of God about his love. So let's get started. Um, love I want us to this week really think about love instead of as an emotion. And I know we've all heard this, that love is a choice. Um, True love, that agape love is a choice. It isn't an emotion or a feeling. But I want to look at it this week as a place. So When we, if I were to tell you that there was a secret place and a refuge, a place that you could go to that you are safe and no harm can come to you, a place where you are completely known and loved, that there was a place that fills you up and makes you whole. You no longer feel like you're missing something or that you need to do anything to feel worthy. And it's a beautiful place. Well, this place or the secret place is where you were created to live, and it's actually where you are from. It's where you belong. I imagine um, some of you are probably going to chuckle at this. I have two boys who are very, you know, one's older. He's 17 now, but I have through the years gone through all the superhero phases and I'm still in it with my youngest son. Um, So they love superheroes and I get to watch those movies with them to make sure they're all good. But there's a place in one of these movies called Wakanda. Um, People cannot see it, but it's there. It's like this little hidden treasure where things Um, are just operating at a whole other level than the rest of the world. So imagine that there is a secret place, a place that you're from. You were actually created from that and it's available to you. So as I tell you about this, I want you to be like, hey, I want to get to know that place. It's where I'm from. It's what I was created for. And I want to know more. 
So I think if we come from that place that we want to know more, the Lord will always fill us. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit is our teacher and our guide, and that he leads and guides us into all truth. So 1 John 4 says that God is love. What I want to talk about right now is how do we know that we were created for this? How do we know that this is a place that we were destined to live? So let's look at it. With 1 John 4 saying God is love, let's take that in context and we're going to read this next set of scripture. It says, the God who made the world and everything in it, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. For in him, we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. So let's look at it this way. The God who made the world and everything in it, he himself gives life. So what love gives everyone life and breath and everything else. For in love, we live and move and have our being. So not only were you created by love for love, you were meant to live and move and have your being out of love. We were created for that. You know, studies actually show this. Um, Dr. Carolyn Leaf, she is a cognitive neuroscientist who has done so many clinical studies. Um, You can look her up. It's Caroline Leaf, C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E, Leaf, just like the leaf. Um, She said something. She said, we are wired for love. When we act outside of love instead of in love, we create confusion in our brains, bodies, and our lives. So her studies have confirmed that we were never created for this toxic world full of sin. Um, We were never created for sin and all of its consequences. It actually does damage. Well, and the Bible says that, that the day that you partake in sin, you will surely die because you weren't created for that. You weren't created for sin. You weren't created for this toxic life and, and the selfish, sensual way of living, of always trying to grab and, and scrap for every little thing that you have, for every little bit of love, trying to either work for it or earn it or be good enough. That's not how you were created. You were created actually to thrive and live and move out of love, out of that knowing that one, you are loved by God. You are his masterpiece and you have been created for a purpose. And that purpose is beautiful and everything that he has for you in it is beautiful. Now, is life going to be easy? No. But when you operate out of love, you have this totally uh, different experience than somebody who's trying to fight and grab for every little thing. You know, biblical agape love is the love of choice, the love of serving with humility. It's the highest kind of love. It's the noblest kind of devotion. And it's a love of the will. It's intentional. It's a conscious choice. 
It's not motivated by superficial appearance, emotional attraction, or even sentimental relationship. Agape is not based on a pleasant emotion or a good feeling that might result from a physical attraction or even a family bond. Agape chooses as an act of self-sacrifice to serve from the recipient. From all the descriptions of agape love, it's clear that true agape love is a sure mark of salvation. I want to bring out, you cannot fall out of agape love. 1 John 4.19 says, we love him meaning God, because he first loved us. You know, God made the first move. There is a scripture that says that as we draw nigh to God, he will draw nigh to us. But never, ever make the mistake that God did not love you first. He loved us. And because of that beautiful love that he chose to love us with, regardless He made a way for us to be in relationship with him. You see, sin came in to kill, still destroy and divide us and and separate us from God. But God loved us so much that not only did he give away, he made a way for all of us that were lost, but then he pointed us to that way. He didn't just make a way and say, well, I hope you find it, you know, um, he didn't want to just leave us out there and say, well, I, I officially made the way by sending Jesus to die and pay for our sins and, and make a way for us to be reconciled to him. But he actually pointed us to the way through the Holy Spirit. It said that the Holy Spirit has come to convict us of our sin or to make it known, to shine a light on it so that we know there's something missing in my life. There's something that I need. He chose us first. Before we acknowledged him or loved him, he loved us. Now we must choose him. He made the first move. James 4 um and I says that we love him again because he first loved us. Uh love has nothing selfish within it. It isn't about loving who you want, where you want or when you want. That's a selfish love. But it truly is sacrificial. It loves the unlovable. It sees their true value and it gives. And love, let me tell you, is a powerful force. Love cannot and will not fail. And when you see this, you'll begin to operate out of this place. It's the God kind of life. You know, faith works by it. You were created by it. And we can actually live in it. When I say that um, love is a powerful force, it truly is. You know, um, we can we can move, we can live, we can operate out of this place. And you would be saying, well, how do I do this? I want to point out that it's very easy to operate out of, we've talked about strife and envy, and no one has to teach us how to do that. But love truly is a choice. And and the Holy Spirit, because he's the teacher, he really does have to teach us how to live out of our spirit and not out of our flesh. It's very natural to live out of the flesh. Um, It's just really our our human nature and our human responses, but we have to be shown and taught a higher way of thinking and seeing things. It says, God says that my ways aren't your ways and my thoughts aren't your thoughts. But he also says that he reveals those things to us. He doesn't just leave us in the dark saying, well, you'll never get it. 
No, he says that he'll actually reveal to us the mysteries of heaven. But we have to learn. I almost look at it like this. You know, your body is made up of uh, average 60% water. Um, I've heard all the way up to 90%. But however, the majority, we can safely say that the majority of your body is made up of water. Well, when you do not refill yourself with that water, when you're not making intentional choices to hydrate, you will become dehydrated. And the effects of dehydration are can be severe. Um, delusion, um, you know, confusion, heart palpitations, dizziness, even death can result in dehydration. So when you look at it and you were created to love, if you're not filling yourself up with that love, if you're not making intentional choices to put love deposits into your heart, to cultivate that and to learn who you are and what you were created for and that you need this to even function, then you are going to begin to feel the effects of that. But what happens is when you hydrate, then those symptoms of dehydration go away. Can you imagine a world where everybody felt fully loved, fully known and loved by God, that they truly understood how they were created and and how much God just loves them. I don't think that we would be dealing with the issues that we deal with today. I know that we wouldn't. So I have a lot more information to get into, and we're going to talk about next week, that secret place. What is it? What does it look like? What does it do? And then how do we get there? But I also want you to do something for me. Because we are learning about love, it's going to take some revelation. Remember when we talked about um, the power of your words and how when you get a revealed word from God, it changes everything. And then you put that revealed word in your mouth. Oh my goodness, it's the most powerful thing ever. Well, here's what we're going to need. We're going to need some revelation on the love of God for us. We all are going to need this to go through these studies. So in the podcast link, if if you will go down to the note sections, just scroll down a little bit. I have attached a PDF document. You can screenshot this. You can print it. Guys, I, I don't care. What I want is it available to you. And there's two prayers. Well, there's a prayer and a confession. So the prayer is based out of Ephesians 3, and I want you to pray that over yourself every day. It's a very short prayer. And then the confession is from 1 Corinthians 13. What we're doing is we are aligning ourselves to hear from the Holy Spirit. We are inviting him in because he's a gentleman. He doesn't break in like the thief. He doesn't wiggle those doors. He gently knocks and we have to invite him in. So we're going to invite him in and we're going to pray these prayers and we are going to say these confessions. One, to renew our mind to the truth. The confession is going to begin to renew our minds to the truth. And as we pray the prayer, we're inviting the Holy Spirit for love himself to come in 
and begin to reveal the love of God. And it and in that prayer in Ephesians 3, the reason why it says that it needs to be revealed to us is so that we can be filled with the fullness of God. Let me tell you, it's just going to be an exciting month. We're going to have, I know, so many testimonies from it, and we're all going to grow. Like I said, there's so many deep treasures that the Holy Spirit's going to reveal to us about God's love for us, in us, and how it's supposed to flow out of us. So thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it. I look forward to this time with you every week. I'm praying over you. I'm believing God for good things in your life and that the plan that has that he has for you, the thing that he's created you for, it's going to come to pass in Jesus' name. Join me next week. I'll talk to you then and have a very blessed day.